This week on MXPB, big news from Netflix and Capcom. Not both together, but separately. Oh, wait, the music. Plus, we dive deep into the wet and wild world of wet tricks. Don't go away. MXPB starts now. Hello and welcome to the Morning XP Boost, where your hosts Tox and Glitch, and we're here to give you the experience points you need to level up and get through your week and or weekend. Glitch, how you doing, buddy? Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's uh, it's my birthday today, actually. Are you serious? Yes. One week after our show's birthday, we're like twins. Yeah. Happy birthday, Tox. You kept Thank you. That, you kept that kind yeah. of a secret. Well, you know, I don't <laughs> give it all away at front. I'm not like that. I'm not that kind of gamer. Got to know you for at least a year before you find out about those birthdays. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, this week, we're going to talk about a bunch of news coming out of the Games Fest and the various other showcases going on this summer. Uh, we're not going to get through all of it, but we'll talk about some of it, and then we'll talk about more of it in another episode. And we're also still going to do history and uh, shoot the breeze for a little bit. Uh, was, how does that sound? A- yeah. Sounds great with me. It was a packed news week. Yeah, packed full and and full uh, yep. of everything. What do you? Yeah. What do you? Well, with it being your birthday, have you taken any liberties? Purchased any new games? Played oh, anything? Spent I some- my in laws do this thing, which is very generous. Uh, now that I'm part, they like numbers, especially my father in law. He used to be a math teacher. He is a math teacher. And he does this thing where like for your birthday, you get some amount of money that's like a multiple of your age. So I'm uh, 25. (laughs) Uh, So for example, if I were 25 um, and, uh, you know, before I married my girlfriend, we dated for a long time and uh, they would do this, but the multiple would be, like one or two, they'd be like, here, you know, here's a couple bucks, like happy birthday. Now the multiple is 10. So if I were 25, they're shelling out 250 bucks for my birthday, which is awesome, especially like as an adult, like uh, obviously I have bills and such that are much more than, than that amount, but just having like something that you could you know, you don't expect to have you. You just use it. Um, I'm totally gonna buy some Play money. Uh, yeah, some I can buy a little game probably. Yeah, not that I need to. Maybe I'll put it towards my Game Pass f- subscription that is <laughs> going to languish as I stopped using it, but keep paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also part of being adult. Subscriptions that you have, you don't use, but they're there. I could cancel it, but that takes effort. And that's right. We do that. No. No, I still get yeah. magazines from f- 15 years ago, I think. <laughs> I don't know where that money comes from, but they they appear at the door every week. Magazines are weird. They're like, <laughs> subscribe and get 80% off the newsstand price. And you're like, that sounds like a good deal. It's still 100 bucks a year. And you're like, how much are you charging at the newsstand? What is this magazine business? <laughs> 
And how I'm do sure they? It's, it must be how do they track reasons. you from place to place? I mean, I move. The magazine comes with me. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be living <laughs> in a van down by the river. The magazine's still going to come to you. Yeah, whatever tracking like business they have uh, is so, high, it's high so caliber. High. That's right. So uh, what are we? What are we playing then? If yeah. Uh, yeah, so I took a couple days off last week um, for various reasons, including uh, pre-birthday celebration, and oh. I started playing the full version of Super Mario Strikers Battle League, which came out on Friday on, the, I think, the 10th. Yeah, the 10th. And that is super fun. It's interesting. It's really interesting, because I didn't, I didn't, I don't know, did you ever play Super Mario Strikers on the Wii? On the Wii? Never. This is and this is Mario Soccer, right? Yeah, it's Mario Soccer, like Mario I've, Tennis, Mario Golf. This is Mario Soccer. I've never played a soccer game, including you know Mar- Super Mario. But it, I have to tell you, you'll have to tell me if I'm right. It kind of looks like Super Mario meets NBA Jam, but like soccer. It, is that <laughs> is that maybe it's right? arcade? It's arcadey. Oh, yeah, okay, it's like so it the is. other Mario uh, sports games. In that, uh, do your balls catch on fire? That's all I need to know. There's only one ball, uh, but yes, it Sweet. can become in fuego for sure in many different ways. Nice. Uh, so I never played the Wii version, um, and so I don't have that comparison. And I'm kind of talking to my friends who have, and it's kind of interesting hearing what they have to say. Uh, but on the Switch version, it's very fun. I would say that it's a lot of fun. The gameplay is really solid, like that core gameplay. Um, you've got, you know, you see the whole field basically, and you control a team of four uh, characters, and you can control all of them or just a subset of them, depending on how many people you're playing with, what the configurations are. Um, and so it's really fun, I think. One thing that strikes me is that this is definitely a multiplayer game. Like it's almost exclusively a multiplayer game. The way they set it up, there's not much single player content. You can cycle through like, you know, six or seven different cups, like tournaments and, and, and play the, the CPU on that. And then you collect coins and you can buy some gear, but it's kind of interesting now, like, little one player content there is and even like how little uh how few mechanics there are in the game like there are the basics like passing and shooting and then there's a special shot that you can do um which is really cool and then on the field there's basically like you know reactionary things like timing the button presses to do better shots um but beyond that the only other like strategic thing you have beyond like positioning and actually, you know, playing the game, which is very strategic, uh, is the gear that you equip, which changes your stats in certain ways. Ah. Um, but it's kind of subtle. It doesn't, uh, I kind of wish there were a few more modes like some mini games or something. Um, there's 10 different characters and, uh, six or seven different, like, stages and you kind of like your team picks this is another weird thing like your team picks like a home field and it's like peach's castle or bowser's castle or mushroom kingdom or whatever or jungle like it's cool that you pick that and then the other team picks one and then they kind of like 
fused together and you've got a field that, you know, has the the one team's home turf on it and the other team's home turf, which is cool. Um, except it's only cosmetic. Like they could have done a lot more with that. Like they do in Mario tennis. You play on different courts. They have different properties. Um, the ball travels differently. Uh, you know, you could have different field sections where uh, the ball travels faster or slower or your technique, the easier, you know, the ability to shoot is easier or harder. And, you could like actually use that in some strategic way with your loadout, but it's just cosmetic. So I know there will be updates. I hope that in addition to more people and stages, they add mechanics too. I I was going to ask if you thought there was going to be some, some updates. Um, let's, let's jump into the possibility of, of DLC in the future. Maybe. You think? Yeah, there definitely would be updates and stuff. Like with Mario Tennis and Mario, or with Mario Golf, there were significant updates, new characters, new courses throughout. Oh. Um, and so expect I expect those. I think everyone kind of expects those. Um, but also with like Mario Tennis, which I also have, you know, you have more variety of gameplay. Like they'll put obstacles on the field. So there are also items. You can use items, which are cool, but there's only like four or five items. And so it's like, it's it's interesting, but it's it still feels like it needs a little something. It needs a little spice, like some mini games. I think is really what it needs. Do you think maybe Mario Strikers will receive a pretty substantial DLC? Have and have the other previous? You said there's updates, but have any of them recently received DLC packages? Uh, I'm not sure. I think the okay. sports games mostly just get in updates. Okay. But yeah, it could be DLC. It could be updates. You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff they can do with this. Still, the cool thing is they are doing the the cool thing is the battle league, right? It's in the title, and so you can form leagues. You can get up to 20 people on the same team, and then um, you get your you can play like league games. It'll match you with other teams like in your area, and then you get points for winning those games. You can play with up to four people from the same league or from the same team um, at a time. And you'll each get points for winning or even losing. You get a few points. And so you can kind of collect points and then every week and then at the end of every week, there's be a winner. And then the next week you'll start over. So that's really cool. You can play with people and stuff. Maybe Uh, uh, it could be that Nintendo's maybe, approaching this and the reason why maybe you're not seeing a whole lot of like difference in the play fields is maybe the Nintendo is going to be pursuing this as their next big competitive game. I could a lot of times. So like, like with Fortnite, I'm kind of leaning on that. Their arena mode, their, you know, their big competitive side, things are a little more like balanced. Uh, sometimes there will be things that are kind of like fun and campy and regular Fortnite gaming that will not be in the arena gameplay to kind of like even the play field and make it more of a competitive game as opposed to like a fun, like it's still fun, right? But it's yeah. a competitive game. So maybe maybe that's sure. what they're doing with Strikers? For sure, but I still feel like there could be other game modes too. Okay. Like Splatoon 2, I feel like would be, and Smash Brothers are probably the other two competitive Nintendo games. Smash Brothers is sort of its own thing, but in Smash Brothers you have, I don't know how many 40 different characters, right? And twice as many stages. And you have so much more variety and rule sets. Mm -hmm. Here, 
there's a couple rules you can toggle on and off, but not really that many. And there are no other game modes like in Splatoon 2. They have what, like Clam Blitz. They have the football one, the Turf War, which is a normal one. They have Tower Control. All of those are competitive. And then they have a co-op mode, um, you know, Salmon Run. So they have a lot of different modes. And they have, again, they have so many more, like, strategic options for you to choose in terms of Splatoon. It's your weapons. In terms of melee or Smash Brothers, it's your characters and uh, stages. Here, you've got the characters and the gear, but the gear, you've only got five categories to play with, and they're just kind of subtle changes. It's like, there needs to be, I think, some more strategy and some more modes. That's my take. But it's super fun. It's still super fun. Well, you heard it here first, folks, from Tox, our Nintendo expert. <laughs> um, keep us up to date on that. I'm actually really interested to hear if, if it does get any updates. Hopefully it does. Um, yeah. Are you playing anything else? I am, but I want to hear from you. What are you, you want to hear from me? Uh, so I'm taking a break right now from uh, Fortnite and from, uh, I don't know, Wonderlands. I think I was playing for a little while. Uh, and I played Stranded Deep. It's a uh, it's an indie game that was actually on the PlayStation Plus, uh, like the free one of the free titles. Well, uh, cool. Probably two or three months ago, four months ago. Uh, fascinating game by a small, small company, I think it was. Uh your plane goes down in uh, in a plane crash, and you're stranded amongst these different islands where you uh, you get some some bare necessities to survive, and you just you got to make it. There's a there's not much of a story, which to me that's a okay. Uh, the premise is it's a survival game first, and your secondary objective is to you know try to escape. Um, and I'm not going to give it away on how you escape. Because, uh, honestly, not a whole lot of people knew for a long time how to escape. You have to explore these islands and kind of figure it out on your own. It, they, there's no direction, cool. which I absolutely love. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. It yeah. sounds really fun. There's a very brief uh, kind of tutorial that shows you, hey, if you collect rock and stick, you've made like this little stabby thing that will help you. Um <laughs> You can create, you know, a uh, a makeshift like campsite out of some palm fronds and some sticks, and uh, all right, have fun, figure it out for yourself. You do get this uh, little kind of like a crafting menu that unlocks as you uh, develop your crafting skills. You're not going to be building rafts, you know, the first time you get on the island. I mean, think about it, if you dropped on an island right now. Um, uh, how, what would you be able to would you be able to build a raft right away maybe depends if i had yeah. my duct tape that's right, that's right. <laughs> duct tape raft um but yeah it's really cool there's a kind of a progression system your stamina improves over time however you're you're pretty uh pretty susceptible to the environment i mean if you're out in the sun too long they take that into effect or into account um eating too much of one kind of thing so like Let's say you, you get some coconuts off the island. If you eat like three coconuts, you're going to end up with an upset stomach. And they uh, then that affects your uh, digestion and your uh, uh, your fluid levels, your fluid intake. So it's pretty complex. That's Having interesting. Fun, it's super fun. Uh, the exploration aspect is phenomenal. You know, there's these um, these 
boats that have like crashed off in, in the reef and you can go explore these boats and get more materials and uh, I think the longest so far that I've survived is about 20 days but it was getting monotonous for me I was I was in a mode where I was surviving but I wasn't really like progressing like I wasn't trying to figure out how to get off the island so I restarted I'm about seven days in and kind of what I'm doing right now is building gear towards like exploration like I, everything right now that I'm doing um, each day you know, you want to take everything on a day-by-day basis with a game like this <laughs> is putting myself towards getting stuff that will allow me to explore faster and more efficiently. Cool. Yeah. Build that exploration engine. Sounds good. Yeah. The, that that boat with the, uh, with the sail. I was, <laughs> for a long time, <laughs> I was going between, they're like a chain of islands, an uh-huh. archipelago, if you will. And... Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I was using the, the the raft that you start off in, so you're paddling between these islands, and that was in my first playthrough. I found that that was not very that was not very good for your character. Yeah, so you upgraded your boat. That's good. That's yeah. a good upgrade. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Uh, well, I would be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about PS Plus. Uh, mm-hmm. It having officially made its transition to the new three tiered. Uh, offering on June mm-hmm. 13th and we were talking a little bit about it before the show but basically some of the highlights mm-hmm. uh, my subscriptions rolled over into PS Plus Premium so I guess I'm just going to roll with that and we'll see if when they are up in a year or so if I uh, change tiers what tier are you at? I was rolled over into the essential. So what is it? Okay. It's essential, extra, and premium, right? Are the three yes, tiers now? Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, okay, I was yeah. given. I looked at the option to upgrade. You know, I, like we we talked about it. I have a very expansive library since I've been a PlayStation user for a number of years. Um, so for me, I don't think it makes sense to really upgrade to the the extra at this time. Right. I will look at at premium um maybe sometime in the future if they add the streaming capability to some more devices such as you know like ipads or um tablets uh phones but um when that time comes i I think i'd give it a try uh but right now i think it's just pc is that correct yeah your playstation or uh a computer okay yeah Yeah, i think uh, i think i would definitely give it a go though once it's capable of streaming onto some other devices, I think that would be a, a big sell for me. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like, uh, I mean, I was trying PS now because, uh, I wanted to, uh, just sort of experience the offering and also being new to PlayStation, that catalog, um, is probably a little bit more appealing it's to me. Nice. It's mostly new to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in there. We yeah. were talking to, it's like, I have to say, you know, the streaming definitely seems like more valuable to me now that I have officially run out of hard drive <laughs> space on my PlayStation five with like the eight games that I have installed. So, uh, yeah, I was a little bit sad when I downloaded battlefront two, I bought it for 10 bucks, like celebrations editions for 10 bucks. Great deal. And, uh, yeah, 150 gigabytes of space that I don't have. <laughs> and so it didn't install. And then I look over on Game Pass, and yeah, it's on Game Pass. So 
Should have checked there first. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe eventually Game Pass will come to PlayStation and Nintendo. <laughs> maybe at least Nintendo. Yeah, but it definitely feels <laughs> is like juggling all these between your your collection, your library, and these libraries. It's like you got to pick and choose. And and, and here's the thing. Later in the show, I know we're going to talk about it, but it sounds like Netflix is really dipping their toe in that water, too. Do you remember what, kind of at the start of the... Um, and I mean, we're still going through this, too. The, um, the Netflix, HBO Max, um, uh, Hulu... Uh, yeah, what is it? Lots Paramount of streaming TV. services. Yeah, you know, I feel like we're getting into that same spot now with uh, with gaming. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll just have to see. Eventually, eventually, you'd think there's going to be some kind of winner that pulls out on top, maybe, or like two winners. Yeah, we'll see. Or maybe there we'll won't see. be. <laughs> I mean, there's content so everywhere. Everyone's got different yeah. content. Though. Exactly. So we'll just we'll have see. to. We'll see. We'll see. Well, uh, what do you say? Should we hit it? The, the history? In, are we going back in time? Let's go back in time. Ta-da! Fox. What's that year? Uh, so this week, uh, you do things a little differently. You're going to spend more time on one of the games and then maybe rattle through some of the other games since. Now that we've been doing this for a year, uh want to try to avoid repeats of stuff that we may have discussed in detail before. And I think it's kind of fun researching maybe more obscure games that I was less familiar with. And hopefully you agree. So it's 1998 and on June 16th for the Nintendo 64 system, Wet Tricks. And this is a game that you actually played, right? It sure is. Um, honestly, I know you did a lot of research and I can't wait to hear about it, but uh, I have some pretty fond memories of this. Uh, after a long day at school, actually, when I'd get home, if I wasn't going straight to um, GoldenEye or Perfect Dark, I would actually pop this in as a way to kind of relax. The music was very um, interesting for its time. Uh <laughs> I, I don't know if we can play a bite of it on the show or whatever, but um, it's it was very... We probably just do it. I feel like there's probably a copyright thing, but like, who's going to know? I mean, exactly. honestly. Well, why don't you tell me a little bit about the game, and then I will come back to my uh, brief yes. ditty, and I'll, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about what happens during that ditty, too. <laughs> okay, nice. So, uh, Wetrix is a 3D puzzle game. Um, it plays kind of like, uh, well, yeah, it sounds like Tetris. It's not really like Tetris. The only similarity is that some stuff falls from the sky. Uh, but you've got like a platform. Um, it's like a terrain, like a floating plane square. Um, and the things that fall from the sky affect the terrain. They can raise the terrain or lower the terrain, uh, or there will be water and you can get water and pool the water into lakes and get bonus points or there'll be fire. You can evaporate the water uh, or there'll Oof. be, I think, bombs, right? That will just yeah. chip away at the surface entirely. <laughs> and that was bad. So you'd That's have bad. fireballs that would drop down. Fireballs were great because they could evaporate the water that you had created. Yep. Um, you also had to make sure that the playing field was even. So you couldn't just build up this massive tower on one side. So that way, if you had like three bombs in a row, you weren't creating holes in your map. 
because if you if you tipped the scale of your uh, of your play map, you would actually create an earthquake, which would put more holes in your map, and then you would have water running uh-huh. all over the place, and you would lose. There was actually the way you would lose is there was a water meter on the left side of the screen, and that water meter would fill up, and once it was full, you'd lost. Got it. it- this game sounds so cool. I got to go back and play it. It sounds like a really good so, puzzle game. So this is the intro music to the start of Wetrix, and this will give you kind of an idea of what type of game this was. Now, Tetrix had relaxing music. This was, we'll say it was something else. A very short little ditty. That, and then uh, you would have this deep voice every so often that would come in, and uh, you would hear Wetrix. Nice. Uh, if you like leveled up and they, you know, kind of like the same with Tetris as you leveled up, uh, stuff would kind of start coming down faster on you. You'd have to figure out better placements. Uh, he'd be like, like that deep voice would say differently, like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wetrix. <laughs> Wetrix. Annihilation. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a really fun game, but it has a really interesting history too. So it's developed by two brothers, Steve and John Pickford. Uh, they were previously at a different software company uh, called Software Creations. Uh, they left to form their own studio uh, because they're like, our creativity is stifled. We're going to make our own studio called Z2. Uh, maybe they're Canadian or something. And so their first project was actually like a gauntlet-like game. So like hack and slash, you know, Gauntlet Legends. Oh, yeah. Uh, Side note, Gauntlet started as a 1985 arcade game, which I didn't realize. It sounds awesome. Yeah. But so they're making this gauntlet-like game called Vampire Circus. (laughs) And they wanted like fluids in the game. Like they wanted water to flow (laughs) and stuff like that, which would be a big deal for something in like, you know, 1998. Uh, Talks real so, quick. Real yeah. quick. What? Wait a second. Like, this is 1998. Actually, like, the water physics were incredible. Yeah. I, I'll, I'm going to let you continue, but yeah. 1998, yeah. actually. Wow. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. Wow. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's part of the thing is, like, <laughs> water may not be obvious, but, like, Water in video games is sort of, you know, notoriously difficult to make it look and behave correctly. And <laughs> yeah. anyone who's ever played Minecraft knows that <laughs> water uh, in Minecraft is kind of weird. Or, and so, or any game from the 90s or early 2000s, water can like make or break your game. I think yeah, that's why a lot of times... especially like interactive water, water that reacts to the... Uh, to the game itself you could have like a cutscene with water that looks good or looks bad but yeah water as part of the gameplay is what they were going for and so in order to test that um one of the brothers john created like a playground like test area um program to sort of test it out and um essentially created this demo of like water physics um that was really fun to just play around with and that's what eventually ended up becoming Wetrix. He added a few of these huh. puzzle elements and some rules, and then bada-bing, bada-boom, you've got a game. Um, and the hilarious thing is, um, they're like, this is actually a good game. It's fun to play. Um, you know, it's safe for a publisher to pick up. It would net them a lot of money. There's not a lot of cost. 
Um, but the publishers that they shopped around for were not looking for little <laughs> puzzle games. They wanted like a big Aww. fancy game. Um, so they eventually wound up signing uh, with Ocean Software, uh, which ironically is sort of one week before they merged into Infogrames, which the whole consolidation of the video game industry is like is real, right? It's been happening um, for a long, long time. Uh but yeah, they signed a deal with them. They would publish Wetrix and Vampire Circus. But they were like, oh, one condition, your vampire game. Um, yeah, make it star the Tasmanian devil and call what? it Taz Express. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, it's kind of funny. They left <laughs> because of the the one company because they're like creatively, they were like, we're stifled. They had this passion project, Vampire Circus. <laughs> As a side note, they created this incredibly popular puzzle game, and then their passion project got reduced down to Taz Express uh, in the end. So I wonder how they felt about that. But Wetrix was popular, it was ported to Game Boy Color and to the PC, and it was tapped by Imagineer for a, a PS2 launch title sequel called Aqua Aqua. What? There you go. So there, there is, there's an active sequel out there than somewhere called Aqua Aqua. On the PlayStation 2. You didn't get it when you bought your PS2 <laughs> all those years ago? I did not. No. Huh. Yeah. That is interesting. If you get a chance, if you can play this through, you know, a port or whatever, you, you should give it a try. That music still to this day is something, something else. I don't know where they got it from. It wasn't from, it wasn't from Tetris. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, they called it Wetris first, like wet Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm think glad. that's a joke. <laughs> I'm um, glad that's not what it became. And they're like, oh, we'll change the name substantially. Don't worry. It's called Wet Tricks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my dad came in a couple times while I was playing this game. He's like, well, hey, what are you doing in here? Like, oh, I'm playing this game. Oh. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Weird. All right. I'm glad, I'm glad you're doing voiceover that. sounds. <laughs> sensual voiceover and the music. I mean, I don't think you really heard them. You need to look it up some point and just listen to okay. it. And then your wife will walk in and be like, hey, what are you doing in here? And be like, oh, oh, okay. Playing a game. That's weird. Yeah. Interesting. That it's that, that mu- kind yeah. of music. It's you that kind of music. over that. Uh. Uh, well, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's why I was trying to give you just a taste of what it sounded like. It's, gotcha. It wasn't classical Brahms. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, then we have a few other honorable mentions. Do you want to rattle them off oh, first before we hit the news? I certainly would. So 2001, Escape from Monkey Island. There's actually a possibility <laughs> of a uh, of a new one coming out. Uh, we got Twisted Metal Black, which I think they're working on a remaster of Twisted Metal right now. I'm noticing a trend here. Is this, is this a trend? Did you do this on purpose? It's just what <laughs> happens nowadays. There are no more original ideas, so no. everything is just recycled. <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Z, The Legacy of Goku, was in 2003. Uh, that, that was also me. June just 17th. to point out that there's still always have been and always will be Dragon Ball DBZ Z content games. out there. Uh, I am waiting. You know, the uh, the one DBZ game that I was mentioning said a couple of times, the RPG that goes on sale. Xenoverse. You can cuss that one. Uh, I have put that, I put Xenoverse 1 and 2 in my cart. I'm just waiting for it to do that deep sale that it always does. Yeah. And then I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead and snatch it up. 
Uh, fun, fun. We fast forward a couple of years, uh, just a handful of years, a number of years to 2018, uh, 613 on the Nintendo Switch Splatoon 2 Octo expansion came out. Splatoon 2, best game ever. Go on. <laughs> Wait, is Splatoon 2 out? <laughs> Hold on. It's That was Three. Splatoon Oh, Splatoon three. 3 is coming. Man, I'm behind. 3 is in September. Time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then 2020. That's right. Get your eyes checked. June 15th on the Nintendo <laughs> Switch Jump Rope Challenge. And then on the 17th same month, Nintendo Switch, Pokemon Sword and Shield, the Isle of Armor, which was my yeah. first foray back into Pokemon, um, like recently after X and Y and uh, Sun and Moon. But I, I loved that game. Did you get the DLC? This yeah. is the DLC. Yeah, yeah, I got... Oh, this nice. was the DLC for... Yeah, the Isle of Armor. This, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I loved it. It was great. Uh, this was the nice. one where you got the cute little... It's like the monkey thing, right? Yeah. No, it's yeah. a Our panda bear. bear. Panda bear. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and you could evolve it on its name right now for some reason, but yeah, yeah. And you could have... Depending on which house you went to, you could evolve it like one of two ways, I think. Fire. Yeah, like strong or agile. It's like fighting or water. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really good. And then the second DLC was... Um, oh, what was frozen, that one? Uh, oh, yeah, the Frozen Tundra, right? Yeah, was, was it, it tundra? called? Crown Tundra. Crown Something Tundra. Like yeah. Yeah, and that one you got the the moose deer. <laughs> yeah. The moose Legendary moose. moose. <laughs> the legendary moose. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. That was good. Did you play Jump Rope Challenge? I remember this being so popular for I like a hot minute. I do remember it being popular. Yeah, I did not play it though. Um, I, I think I got it for free at some point. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It was one of those pandemic things, right? Nobody knew what to do with their time. So it was like jump rope. Okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> we have to make sure that we put in here when the... Do you remember when the Nintendo Switch alarm clock came out? Like... That was it was such a big to do on online. I remember it sounds more of a troll. I don't troll yeah. my beloved Nintendo <laughs> company there. But uh, yeah, there was a Nintendo switch. They were like, finally, the, the thing we all need. The alarm clock came to Nintendo switch or the oh, calculator. You can tell time in your head or something. Yeah. Come yeah. <laughs> and then I remember the uh, it was right after that there. It was literally like two or three days later. A calculator came out to the Nintendo switch. People were just having a a good time with it. No, I don't think we're they were not being all negative, as good as mental math as you are. Glitch, that's right. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> fun, fun uh, stuff. Yeah, that's so the history. I think we should do our uh, our stuff. news. News is so much, right? There is. There is. All right. Let's do the news. Wow, that guy never gets old. No, he can't get old. He's a generated voice. He is. (laughs) Uh, Tell me, tell me, tell me. So we had Games Fest and we had a couple other showcases and we're going to talk about all this stuff. But you put in some things that I really want to hear about from Netflix. Yeah. So so we had tell me. So we had Games Fest. We had an Xbox showcase. We had a Capcom showcase. And then we had. Netflix, net, bleh, bleh, Netflix Geek Week. Uh, Geek Week was, of course, a week long. Uh, but out of that, I just took a couple of things. Uh, they, there was quite a few announcements they actually made. 
but some of these are bigger than others. So the biggest one that I think has uh, this particular community absolutely just going off the wall right now is Dragon Age Absolution. Uh, we've got a date for it. We got a trailer for it. Uh, Dragon Age TV Absol- show, to be clear. T- we know we talk show. about video yeah, games, and these are mostly video game TV show crossovers, right? Yep, yep, they are. Yeah. Um, so Dragon Age Absolution, December 2022. The Dragon Age community has been longing for some new content. Um, there's a possibility of a new game in the works. Uh, but now we're going to get a TV show anime style. Uh, I am, for one, very excited. I have the the graphic novel. I've played all the games. So I'm very excited to see what they're going to do uh with with the characters that we've come to know and love the different species and uh we might see something about that particular elf that gave us some trouble in that last dragon age so maybe (laughs) we'll see what happens uh i'll just kind of fly through the rest of these pretty quickly tekken bloodline uh tekken that's another game i'm sure we we all know tekken the the fighter game is going to be getting an, an anime as well uh, pretty excited to see what that's going to be about. Like, are we going to have... I'm guessing like, there will be fighting. I'm guessing there's going to be fighting. Uh, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the characters. Uh, yeah. So I'll just move past that one. I, my brain is honestly kind of broken thinking about seeing video game cartoons coming to Netflix. It's kind of exciting for me, to be honest. Kind it's of really out. exciting. Yeah, yeah it takes... Yeah. It's like... They've done some of these crossover shows with a lot of success, right? The yeah. League of Legends one, oh. The Witcher. Uh, so it we know oh. they can be done well, and I think it'll be exciting to see what they look like. And don't forget Cuphead, which is getting another <sighs> season. If you have not seen Cuphead yet, and you're looking for something that's kind of light and campy, that has a... An older art style, like they they went back to like the Steamboat Willie art Steamboat style. Steamboat Willie, yeah. It, oh my goodness, it is it's beautifully done. Uh, the creative team that did Cuphead is just they're they're phenomenal, and the show is really good. It's got this kind of campy sense of humor. Um, it takes on some different uh, real life uh, kind of things going on in people's lives, and it gives you kind of like different morals and. Um, sometimes there's no moral at the end of a, of an episode, but it's fun. Uh, Queen's Gambit. If you know that show, uh, it's a big successful show on Netflix. Well, it's going to be getting a game on Netflix. We know that we've talked about a little bit about it on the show. Netflix is kind of dipping their toes in the streaming gaming business. And we're going to be getting Queen's Gambit chess. It's going to be an immersive chess experience with the characters from the show that you know and love. And you play this game with these characters, you're going to get some information or some storyline plots that you have not yet discovered from the show. So it is worth playing if you're a Queen's Gambit fan. There's got to be some incentive to play this game. Yeah. <laughs> because otherwise, actually, it's like... It, looks, it actually looks pretty good, though. Like, uh, and, and the voice acting is supposed to be really fun. They, they gave this little short. I've never watched Queen's Gambit. I do like chess. Um, so I would give this a go, actually, just to... I mean, sure. it's already... Netflix, for me, is already going to be on. I'm going to be watching something on there. Um, probably a murder show, as I have been known to do recently. Uh, Glitch so, yeah. likes murders. Good to know. Yeah, why not? 
Um, <laughs> so I'm probably going to pop in and see how this Queen's Gambit chess thing works. Uh, we, I played the trivia game not too long ago. It was a lot of fun, and it saves all your progress. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's Netflix in a... Uh, in, in a, a nutshell. Yeah. Netflix in a Netflix shell. In a Netflix shell. Yeah. That sounds cool. That sounds really cool. I'm interested. I, I think that, uh, you know, we know, obviously, as gamers, that uh, video games and this, the challenges within them are an interesting way to tell a story. And um, it's kind of cool to see that um kind of reach a different audience perhaps with the yeah. queen's gambit chess and it seems a little hokey like you play chess and then you get content it's like maybe the gameplay is not super related to the um to the content itself but um it's cool it's cool like you said they're testing the waters yeah and i think it's interesting that they're tying their ips to these to these games and and giving you maybe a sneak behind some of these characters that you've, you know, that you're interested in, in the show. I'll be, this is actually, uh, to me, this is pretty innovative and I'm kind of interested to see where this goes in the future. You know, if they're doing these little game tie-ins with Queen's Gambit, what's next? Are we going to see kind of like a little, I could see mini games, honestly, with something like um, Squid Games, you know, a little like uh, mini game type game. Squid Games is based off of Fall Guys, right? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I could see a lot of little tie-ins um, that would give give incentive to want to play. So it's an interesting, interesting first approach, I think, here. Um, Resident Evil The Village is getting some DLC in which you will play third person. Uh, they, they said this will be coming soon. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into the village DLC because I do have another thing that I want to talk about with the village and that is mercenaries mode where I still don't get the whole why lady D has to step on people, but now you can play as lady D and you can go step on people if that's your thing. So finally, finally you can be lady D and you can take those long legs of hers and step right on somebody if that's what you so desire. Uh, so there you go, Lady D fans in the village. Have fun playing as her. Um, <laughs> there you go. I, Twitter that absolutely cool. broke. I think I think it was actually broken after this announcement was made. Uh, so if you were on there, you saw all kinds of weirdness featuring Lady Dimitrescu. Uh, next awesome. up, Monster Monster Hunter expansion coming soon. Monster Hunter Rise Comes is out getting this month, right? Yes, yeah, Sunbreak. Uh, it's going to include some new maps and something like 15 new new baddies that you're going to be able to take down. And I guess the like the big boss is going to get a different style, different uh, different stuff. It's like a ton of new monsters. I mean, yeah. I didn't see the new announcement, but the what we already knew is there's a whole nother like you play uh, from a village, which is basically your base. There's a whole <laughs> nother village that you travel to. It's basically oh. a whole nother game. It's like um, a jungle, they said, I think, right? Yeah. Some kind of new bunch jungle. Of new monsters, a bunch of yeah. new quests, more levels to get. Yeah. Should be awesome. I played Monster Hunter World, and uh, after cool. playing that, I'm really excited. I really... This this game is on my list, Tox, and I really want to jump into it. Um, 
So someday, someday I'll get there. Uh, Exo Primal. Uh, I'm gonna. I have. I have some things I, I about this game. Um, yep. Anyway, Exo Primal, <laughs> uh, which is basically a Dino Murder game. Uh, we got an extended yeah. look at that. Dinosaurs I, from the future invade the city periodically, and you have to don like your avatar and build yeah. a team to stop them. Right. Yeah. Um, some of the dinos though look just like regular prehistoric dinos and it's just like a an onslaught of killing raptors and a, an occasional t-rex and a spinosaur i i looked i don't know if you got a chance to check out this extended gameplay i will be honest i think this game is going to be very difficult to find its uh footing uh especially after you know i'm a big jurassic park fan uh i'm also a big fan of actual dinosaurs that aren't you know, yeah, why well, you gotta kill the dinosaurs? Come yeah. on. So I think honestly, you know, if you're a fan of Jurassic Park or any of these other, you know, if you're just a fan of dinosaurs, um, if you look at the gameplay, it's actually it's kind of brutal. Um, and <laughs> the dinosaurs just kind of seem in some of the gameplay footage when you watch it, the dinosaurs are just kind of there. And you're like, what? This guy's got a suit on and he's just blasting away at him. What are you doing? Like, come on. <laughs> you know you- monster hunter is actually kind of <laughs> like that when i first started playing it i felt a little uneasy because some of the monsters are cute they look like yeah. dinosaurs. a lot of them look like dinosaurs uh you get that over one it, that one helps me i i, I was able to kind of get over that one you know in the fact that you're you basically use the entire thing you're you're hunting you're acquiring different parts of it um a lot of them are nuisance animals they make sure that they they put that in there i i'm kind of Docs, I'm a little bit of an animal lover. Don't tell yeah. anyone. You're but, just, you're reaching, you're reaching. <laughs> little, I get you. Yeah. There's at least a thinly this, veiled reason yeah, for... in that there's some reasons. You have a nuisance dinosaur, or you need to to get something from this dinosaur, and typically those di- the, the animals, the monsters, are used in their entirety. Like, the village has kind of got like a native feel in Monster Hunter, um, and it doesn't... When I played Monster Hunter games in the past, they've never felt like I was just lopping the head off of a monster and leaving its carcass there. It felt like I did, you know, a service to a village or, you know, hey, I did this for a reason. This okay. honestly just feels like I am murdering. You're protecting. Dino. They're attacking your city. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Where are they coming from? So. Go back to your own place. <laughs> I guess so. If, check the footage though there's a couple of scenes where there's dinosaurs just helplessly wandering and you're mowing them down um but we'll we'll move on to dragon's dogma uh if you've listened to the show before everyone probably knows that i am a huge 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 fan of this slept on classic dragon's dogma rpg by capcom uh no announcement yet but uh, we have a 10th anniversary celebration, which will be occurring on Thursday the 16th. That's it. That's all they said during the presentation. The they teaser didn't give anything for the away. Teaser, like, huge, yeah. yeah, huge teaser. The, I, I want to say somebody like even asked them, like, like tweeted at Capcom. There's been like no response whatsoever to anything that's happening. But... Good. We do have some leaked information. This was provided by and obtained by IGN. Uh, it's probably about a year ago, I think, or back in 2020, actually. Um, back when a bunch of those leaked documents occurred, uh, 
it showed that Dragon's Dogma 2 was current a project currently being worked on by Capcom. Um, it also showed Sunbreak and a bunch of other stuff that they were working on. But um, so what a lot of people are, are assuming, especially over at IGN, is that we may receive a potential uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 announcement to, on Thursday, which I guess it would be probably tomorrow when this comes out or the day of. Yeah. Or... And I think this would be really big for the Dragon's Dogma community too. Uh, just a generational update. Uh, the game is, I mean, I think I played it first on the original Xbox. Um, 10th anniversary. Uh, it was either original Xbox or PlayStation 3 is when I played it the first time. So it's been a while. I would love to see a remake, remaster, or or heck, just a, just a second one come out. I would take whatever I could get at this point. I'm I'm thirsty for some Dragon's Dogma. Give it to thirsty me. Thirsty for some dogma. <laughs> thirsty for dogma. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. my new name over here at uh, Morning XP Boost. Thirsty for thirsty dogma. For do- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's you hilarious. can call me that until Thursday the 16th. I'm no longer glitch at this point. I'm now thirsty for dogma. <laughs> thirsty for dogma and then... After that, we go back to glitch. glitch. Yeah. Okay, After Thursday great. the 16th. I, actually... I promise you, I'm going to go on Twitter after the show and change my name to Thirsty for Dogma until the day. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm doing it for you. Okay. Um, but I will say that um, some of the cool things from Games Fest, uh, tons of announcements. My favorites, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge coming out on June 16th with six-player online co-op. And Casey Jones revealed as a secret player, but come on, obviously we knew that already. Who else could it be? They already had April, Splinter, the Turtles. Gotta be Casey. What systems um, will this will be available on all systems, including Nintendo Switch? Yep, and available oh. day one on Games Pass. Game Pass, <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. Of oh. course. Uh, crossplay, do you know? We don't know if it's crossplay yet. Also, a uh, couple minor announcements, I guess, more minor-ishly, depending on your point of view. Mm-hmm. Saints Row Boss Factory uh, is <laughs> going live. It's an app that lets you design your character that you can use in-game uh, prior to the game's launch for free and then import it to the game and, and use that character. If you are going to get Saints Row, make sure you go ahead and get the Boss Factory and create a character then you can upload the character for like upvotes and stuff to the they have this little like fashion show that they're doing make sure you do that because you will get some exclusive in-game content just for going in and early and creating your boss yeah creating your boss and building the hype for them (laughs) yeah Yeah. build that hype The other cool thing about Game Fest we were talking about last week was uh, we wanted to see how it would play out as like an E3 replacement. And they sort of touted that they were going to do a bunch of gameplay, like more extended gameplay footage. Um, And we totally got that, right? We saw Street Fighter VI footage with Guile, previously unannounced character, but of course you got to have Guile. The (laughs) spiky-haired American fighter jet patriot type character um <laughs> that looked awesome street fighter 6 by the way kind of reminds me of like splatoon art style they threw in like those yeah. paint things for their specials it's like i feel like that's from splatoon you stole that <laughs> but it looks good 
It's definitely a rework on the old on the old style. It looks it looks good. It looks cleaner. It looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We saw more gameplay for Callisto Protocol. Scary game. Of course, I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Terrifying. Modern Warfare 2, though, the Call of Duty game. I did watch that gameplay. That looks mm-hmm. pretty sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, the demo was you're storming some enemy base by hey, sea. Yeah. Yep. Oil rig or something? Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're launching a missile. Don't do that. Stop the missile launch. Uh, yeah. I was... I watched the the, ga- the same gameplay footage, and I noticed a lot, um, a lot of like tactical issues from a military perspective. There was a lot of right. gun muzzling happening. So, yeah. if you're ever in that type of situation, please don't stick the barrel of your rifle in the butt of your buddy. Because I saw that a lot during that gameplay. <laughs> it's not a real thing. You would not do that in that type of situation. <laughs> the guy in front of you get very mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, but it looked fits. It looked it nice. D- it did look nice. Um, there's a couple moments too. I, I wish we could do like a play by play on this, like you and me watching it and me being like, yeah, I don't think that guy would want to do that. There's several times where the guy in the back is shooting across the shoulders oh, of like yeah. three people in front of him. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I even that. saw him actually shoot the guy in front of him a couple times. But <laughs> because friendly fire was on, thankfully his you know his teammate his squad mate you know the guy he's probably known for years did not die because he shot him in the back during a you know an operation so that's <laughs> really great he gets to go home to his wife and family i may I be taking this. modern warfare I love too, this too analysis <laughs> yeah. it's very good it's very good gotham knights looked really good though i know i know we need to to wrap it up but uh the gameplay footage was brutal violent yeah. It's a DC, you know, it's the Batman world. This is not yeah. a nice world to be in. And I like that they stuck to that, like, Gotham Arkham stylized. Like, it's it's, yeah. it's still, I feel like, is it in that Arkham universe still, I think? I think so, maybe. I don't know. Batman's I dead, know. I guess. I don't oh, know is he? Means. Oh, man. Well, they, they showed him at his Bruce Wayne's grave, right? Oh, they, so this was focused on Nightwing, specifically. Oh, and he's like... That. I miss that I'm going to do the thing, Bruce. Don't worry. And there's a big tombstone. So either he's dead or like pretend dead or zombie dead. Yeah. There's probably ways dead. you can be dead in a video game. <laughs> I'll have to rewatch it. I, I just, I caught, I think I actually may have like gotten up and, and had to run to the restroom or something during this part, but, um, you took a potty break at the I most did. important part. What? <laughs> um, but when I got back in, I saw the fighting for this was really graphic so that's yeah that's interesting it's really exciting um the the arkham series was really known for its combat and it looks like uh the gotham knights franchise is going to pick up on that too Just, it's nice yeah it reminds me of like it's like it feels like it it looks like it's going to play like spider-man but mm-hmm. co-op and that has me really excited i want to yeah. i want to try that out yeah 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 but there's tons yeah. of other stuff in games fest and i think we'll save some for next week we'll go over and give it the time that it deserves and well i'm sure we'll have more announcements too uh, yeah. to go over as the summer of showcases continues <laughs> there's a lot of editing we need to do in this episode yeah so uh, thanks everybody for joining us for another episode of the morning xp boost We've been your hosts, as you know us, the Fantabulous Glitch over there. Oh, I'm um, and 
Thirsty for Dogma. Oh, sorry. Thirsty for Dogma and Tox. Not really thirsty for anything. Feeling pretty good. That's good. Feeling pretty hydrated in in the world of games. Uh, join us next week as we go over more Game Fest and Summer Showcase announcements. Uh, any parting words for adoring fans out there, Glitch? Yeah, uh, koala bear fingerprints are indistinguishable from human fingerprints and can sometimes taint a crime scene. Ha! <laughs> you said taint. <laughs>